welcome to Pass the Mic, episode 33 for Friday, July 15th. We are recording here on the 14th. We're really uh, pushing it this week. Uh, Mike Piotti here, joining me via Zoom, Mike Gervasi. You're mad because my style you're admiring. Don't be mad. UPS is hiring. Woo. That's uh, All right. Biggie Smalls and Craig Max Flavin' Your Ear remix. Um, rest in peace. Uh, for, yes, yes. yes. For, um, happy birthday, belated. This is a Thank birthday week. We, we, uh, we, we uh, wished you happy birthday on the uh, page yesterday. That was nice. It was really nice walking into the old gang there saying happy birthday as well. Yeah, a lot of uh, Marauder, current Marauders and Marauder alumni met at a local establishment. Well, Joe's prime time. We'll give Joe a shout out. Yeah. He's always good to us. Hey, so uh, I got I to tell you something. I'm 44, okay? Okay. And the, I got to tell you something that happened with that number that sticks in my mind. Have you ever played bingo at like a, you know, a festival or anything? Year, it's been years, but I, yeah. I recall the game. I'm familiar with the concept. You have some very serious people that play bingo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was my my. I don't even know the. Le- I don't play, but um, I was down to my last number, which was forty four. And is that an N? Is that the is that the N column? If I know my bingo, uh, I think so. Let's go with it. All right. I'm sure we'll, we'll get, get some we'll feedback. We won't even look it up. We'll get feedback from the bingo elite out there. So the person called out the number and the number was 40, but she said 440, but she said 44. Oh, you did a fake bingo call. Oh man, I did bingo. And Mike, these people looked at me like I had stolen something from them. I'll never forget it. It was, I, it was almost 20 years ago. And I still remember the feel. I was like, I'm, I, you know, I, Daggers I it was totally eyes. an accident. They it were looks not happy. To kill. Yeah. Oh, man. So that's my 44 story. Uh, we have some feedback from last week. I want to give uh, a shout out. Um, Elizabeth Pate reassured us that we didn't violate HIPAA laws when you were discussing uh, her son's uh, surgery, but she also said that the episode really helped her on her drive back, which was a rough week. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, I, you know, with her in mind, we, we certainly give the Pates a lot of shouts out. We have a lot of loyal listeners. and We do. We do. Certainly grateful. We do. So. Um, and, and, Tuan, Deontay, I hear you guys, man. Oh, yeah. And I met Tuan, right? Or yes. Deontay. No. no, you met Twan. I met Twan. That's right. Actually, Deontay told me that my lighting is too dark, so I tried to lighten it up here. He said, oh, look at that. Like I'm setting the mood. You need one of those uh, ring lights now that we're doing these video episodes. <laughs> and uh, he also uh, reminded me, Malcolm X, actually, I mentioned he lived in Detroit and Lansing. He also spent some time a little bit closer down the river in Inkster. So, oh, really? Yeah, he did. I forgot about that, but he did. We did also, one of the people we saw last night, Brenda Greer, she gave us a big shout out on her own personal Facebook page. She drove down to Nashville or to the Tennessee area to visit her son, uh, Brandon, and um, yeah. listened the whole way there, the backlog of episodes she had. And she said it was a, made the trip fly by, which was a nice little shout out. And then yeah. Crystal Fowler, doing one of her runs through the Metro Park, uh, did a little Instagram story. And one of the first, she said, here's what I do on my runs. And the first thing was Pass the Mic podcast was up on her uh listening so uh, i guess we're, 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 we're like rocky music we get people all pumped up i guess pumped up for those long runs so uh um, Fowler, you have another also uh, an old name mike candela oh yes he commented great to hear down from in, him uh, down in the years. atl down yeah in the he's ATL. been gone for 15 years wow yeah so we like you we like our listeners all over so that's uh really cool um it's time for my mic of the week and lately we've been um you know uh trying to make amends with major league baseball so the all-star rosters were announced and i'm 
decided I'd go with a mic for my uh, for my mic of the week, a Major League Baseball mic, uh, born in 1991, three-time MVP. Could have been four-time if it wasn't for the year that Miggy, uh, mm. or was it Verland? Who 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 uh, won that MVP? I'm guessing Miggy. Miggy, yeah, it was right. It was yeah, because he won the Triple Crown, so it was like no, yes, it was yes. a no-brainer. Uh, but Mike Trout uh, of the Anaheim uh, Angels, are they Anaheim or are they Los Angeles Angels? What are they? I think they're Los Angeles now. Los, Los Angeles, Angeles now it keeps or something. Yeah, uh, I'm probably I'm assuming he's an All Star again this year. Maybe I'm. Uh, I don't know. He's hurt. He seems like he's hurt a lot too. But I could be wrong. Oh yeah. Well, he's uh, he's had a very great uh, career. Was sort of like at the end of Miggy's prime years is when yeah. Trout was sort of like really catching on, and it was always those two um, going on. But again, I think Miguel Cabrera is actually having a pretty darn good year this year. For if you take into account for his age, I think you can't say that you. It's not like uh, Victor Martinez of last years, or. Um, oh well, th- there's a certain similarity, I guess, running the base paths. But outside of that, well, he did steal third the other day. I, I, yeah, I'd like to see that. Um, maybe. Because I did hear it, read about it, but I didn't see it myself. So, yeah, he did. So, uh, for topics this week, I was thinking again, summer's a little more lighthearted anyway. And the Ren Dog did some, speaking of loyal listeners, did some of his movie reviews. Uh, he did three movie reviews in the last week on Twitter, fired them out there and uh, gave you his thoughts on uh, some good movies. So, if you want to go see those, you can. And I thought, why not? Uh, why don't we talk about our favorite fictitious educators, whether it be in movies or TV? All right. So do you, I have two. Do you, how many, how many do you have? I have two. Do you want to go one and one kind of bounce? Yeah, let's go one and one. So I'll let you start off first. Who is your favorite, one of your favorite fictitious educators out there? All right. I'm going to start with the, the more obvious one, uh, Dead Poet Society, Robin Williams, Mr. Keating. Um, I mean, just a phenomenal movie. And, you know, as a younger person, I, I probably, I think the movie came out in 88. So I'd have been lower elementary school at that time but uh in high school it was it was one of those movies that inspired me to want to teach and you know at that time he was really it was it was outside of the box type of teaching so i'm going keating you know the end of that movie oh captain my captain just an amazing scene to close the movie so that's my first one yeah great choice we were talking about this before we started recording and my daughter heard my two choices and came out and yelled at me for not selecting uh, Mr. Keating, but of course you have that covered, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, my first one um, from a 1985 John Hughes film. I'm wearing the shirt. Maybe if you're for those on watching on YouTube, Dick Richard Vernon's. It's Dick Vernon Richard, uh, the assistant principal, paid played by Paul Gleason in The Breakfast Club. You know, you you mess with the bulls, you mess with the horns, you get the bull, or mess with the bull, you get the horns. Uh, great character, uh, deceased. Uh, he has passed away at a young age. I, when I looked up some of the stuff on him, he died um, from lung cancer um, in his 60s. And they said it was from asbestos because when he was a kid, he worked for his dad's construction company, ripping out. Really? Yes. So that's it was just a weird uh, quirk in his life. But man, his character in that movie, uh, and just uh, the guy you love to hate, but... <laughs> whenever you think of like an assistant principal in those 80s movies it seemed to always be based off of somebody like that same mindset yes and i think he was awesome he was also very good basically the same character in die hard except as a cop right like remember he was the guy that he uh, was he he basically was he was in that yes he was he basically played the same 
uh, role and like that didn't listen to anybody, went by his own rules, wasn't, you know, total a-hole. And, uh, you know, like, I think, I think the scene is when they start shooting out the lights and like the famous guy from Family Matters that is the nice cop oh, yeah. that everyone likes. It's like, they're shooting out the lights. And then he like looks up, he's they're shooting out the lights. Yeah, well, he was, you know, that's who he was. So that's my case, uh, you know, totally opposite of your educator, not like yes. carrying a, yeah, uh, just a total. Yes. Uh, but but the character was just awesome. So that's my first one. Who's your second? So there was a Wonder Years episode. And I actually just looked up her her name, and I believe it was season five. On the show, she was Miss Shaw. Um, okay, it looks like her name is Lainey, I believe Chapman. All right, um, she was a teacher. Wonder Years, the original Wonder Years, set. You know, the show was from like eighty nine to ninety four, something like that. But the show was set in the late 1960s, early 70s. So she was kind of perfect for the time. And um, she butted heads with the school board because she, like Keating, did a lot of unconventional things. So the grading system she came up with was not um, not the traditional method that, you know, even today, you, you, here we are in 2022, you get the same sort of pushback. So she did, she had the kids choose their own grades. Uh, so the school board came back down on her and she quit. Uh, Kevin loved the class. It was, it was a thinking class and it made him think. It challenged him. And it was really interesting. Uh, at the end of the episode, it, it was really cool how it ended. The entire group of kids just were enamored with this teacher because she was different, unconventional, taught them to think, blah, blah, blah. Kevin felt sort of betrayed that he she didn't stick it out because she quit. Um, and so he kind of had this issue where he wasn't he, he was depressed and disappointed uh that he was losing his teacher but also disappointed in her for not standing up and sticking it out longer but it was just a teacher that totally changed his life um it's an unfor a truly unforgettable episode the wonder years episodes were really top-notch in so many ways because even though we obviously are younger and didn't grow up in that time period you know it, it, it's similar growing up as a male similar type of circumstances. And I'm sure we all had that type of teacher, maybe not necessarily this dramatic, but that's my Mrs. Shaw. She was great. So that's my second one. Yeah, that was a great show. And it must've really, I, I, I watched the show back when it was, you know, is it streaming anywhere now, by the way, does anyone know? Um, you know, I know they, I know they did like a remake or a reboot of it. Yeah. Like. And it's, 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 it's done from an African-American perspective. It's done pretty well. And I just read uh, Kevin Arnold, Fred Savage was actually, removed as executive producer because oh, some, he wasn't treating uh, the folks too yeah. well yes um but he they they do it's pretty good um I, I couldn't i almost wish it was called something else because the wonder years is just such a it stuck with me but the new one is good too um i i don't maybe it's because i'm older now maybe i just don't didn't stick with it as long but i didn't really have anything negative to say about it it was really good and um yeah, phenomenal show. And I don't think it's streaming to answer your question. We do use it in the history department. Mr. Menser does have some DVDs. I believe Mr. Harris has ordered the box set or already has the box set of all the episodes. Oh, wow. Yeah, they, they just have to they worry. Really just have to worry. Just have to worry that you have a device that you can play it on. Pretty yeah, soon. true. Because I don't even <laughs> know what, I don't yes, know what yes. uh, physical media, I don't know how long that's going to be around. Man, I sort of feel bad because like both years were like inspirational. Uh, teachers and I'm i don't know if it's, i don't just know if it's just my personality but i'm also i'm going back to another john hughes film 1986 um ferris bueller's day off and 
probably even more outlandish than uh, Richard Vernon was Ed Rooney, uh, played by Jeffrey Jones, uh, that literally leaving the school to uh, stalk and find kids that are skipping school. But uh, the running joke was whenever I would be the acting assistant principal and Brooke Spano was playing there, we'd play the role of Ed Rooney and Grace oh. is a uh, his secretary and we still refer to each other as those those names i i i can watch that movie anytime and his character is just so outrageous and i you know and again you can see how hughes directing the film basically morphed the two characters almost the two assist he had a, he had his vision of what an assistant principal was like and uh he's still alive jeffrey jones is still alive but ed rooney is probably his most famous character i think if you ask anyone from our generation yeah. Uh, growing up, I mean, that was what our vision of a principal was. You know? Man, you know, Mike, it, it's really disappointing. I, uh, and I just confirmed it too. I, he had had some offenses Legal later issues. on. Yes. Yes. Um, but I'm, as you said that, I was wondering, would Brooke Spano do the impression of that secretary? Um, <laughs> oh, the, the quote where he's a yes. righteous dude. Yeah. Okay. One of my favorite lines is when uh, they're, they're, they're calling in to get the girl out Sloan out of school saying the grandparent passed away and he thinks he has Ferris Bueller on the phone and uh, he uh, drops the line. He goes, well, you roll, he, he goes, you roll her body on up here and we'll, we'll dig up your daughter. <laughs> and then they have <laughs> Ferris Bueller actually calling on the other line. The grace is like, uh, Ferris is on too and he thinks that it's he's just insulted the family yes. uh, great great and then th that scene at the end where he's like the sisters jennifer gray from right she was a dirty dancing the sister where he's like stepping in dog crap and the dogs attack and then he has to get back on that school bus his suit's destroyed he's beaten up like could you ever imagine like as an assistant oh, principal yeah. you'd like literally get on the school bus to ride home right 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 back to the yeah. building but a great two Again, you picked two very good teachers that, you know, went out and did the role of educators. I picked two assistant principals that were uh, great in their roles and <laughs> made you scared as a high school kid. If you ever thought like your principal would be like that, I guess so. I guess this is the the, the, the cool the cool part of us not preparing, you know? Just yes. To... Yeah. Because, you know, I, you know, um, my honorable mention was Mr. Hand from uh, Fast Times <laughs> at Ridgemont High, who's sort of in the same light as, as those yes. two guys so yes. uh so that's even an older film so you could check those out all right speaking so then we went decided to go overrated underrated why not go into actors and we are going to keep this as males actors so that way down the road we can do actresses because sure. eventually we're going to start running out of overrated underrated topics so for me overrated was really easy it's underrated it's hard because in my opinion if you make it into films it's hard to say you're underrated like we're not talking about yeah, I, that was just my opinion. I mean, I, so whoever we throw out there for underrated, I think it's going to be sort of a tough break. But I did sort of Google underrated actors just to see what they would throw out as a list. And mine did appear on there. But, you know, who knows? So with that, who is your overrated actor? Guys, you said it was easy. I'm, I'm, I'm dying to know. Oh, really? You thought, yeah, I thought mine was, I think it's easy. So but go ahead. You know, I, I, I had a hard time with this one. He, I had a much easier time with actually the underrated. Um, I, I don't Ashton Kutcher. I don't. I I mean, he was he's probably been in one movie that I liked, but I don't. I hate to say it because I feel like we're bashing up people here, and he's probably a great guy. I, I don't think him. he's going to reach out and. Uh, no, I know, I know, but I I don't think he's a very good actor. So I'm going him. Has he been in anything? Is he even in anything uh, lately? 
I don't think so. I, the one movie he was in that I liked, it was called Guess Who. It was a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. Uh, but I think I liked it in spite of him. You know, um, there was a, a few others. Richard Gere was another one that came to mind, but I, I'm going Ashton Kutcher. All right. Well, mine and the people that have been listening probably aren't going to be surprised when I say this one because I've sort of bashed this person recently in episodes. But I think Tom Cruise is overrated. Um, and again, somebody just came out recently and basically said he's played the same role for 35 years. It's the same character, you know, and uh, I... And I and this isn't my Top Gun hate. Again, I haven't seen the original, right. I seen the old, but I but I've seen other movies. I've seen like probably one of his most. I've seen um, a few Good Men, which gets a lot of uh, publicity as being a great film. Um, I, and then what was the one where they could predict the crimes? I can't now. Uh, uh, it's not Vanilla Sky, is it? Um, you know what I'm saying? They're laying like those people are laying yeah. in the beds and they can see the. the I know the uh, Ren Dog is going to blast us for not knowing this, yeah. but I guess that movie is already. But I, I just think that like every immediately everyone says like everything's a hit, Mission Impossible. You know, like you got to see this, the, the last movie star or whatever. Sometimes people say, uh, I'm not buying it. Uh, and again, I'm not just bitter because he stole Katie Holmes. Uh, overrated, uh, Tom Cruise. So who's okay. your underrated? My underrated is John Turturro. Um, he's been in a number of films, and he never really has a top role he's always good at what he does the most recent thing i saw him in was an hbo miniseries eight part called the night of which was like 2016 uh thriller and he was absolutely amazing in that that would not have worked without him uh he's done a, a myriad of different roles and he's been uh, lovable he's been hateable he was in do the right thing he was a horrible character in that um i'm going john Turturro. i think he's a very very good actor very underrated all right, my underrated, and again, I hope, and again, this person did appear on a list when I typed it up, and I don't know if you can really be underrated if you won a, a Best Supporting Actor award, but I, people think this person is. I'm going to go with uh, J.K. Simmons, who, born locally in Gross Point, Michigan. Um, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, 1955. Went to the University of Montana, of all places. We were talking about the other day, if Montana yeah. football team, they have a university, so... Um, Got his start early in his career, really, on like Law and Order. He played uh, the psychiatrist that would, you know, um, evaluate uh, criminals. And then he was also in HBO's Oz, the prison uh, show. He won his Best Supporting Actor 2016 for La La Land. But he, I, I always thought he was great, like way back in uh, those Law and Orders. Also, he was the in the Spider-Man series with uh, Tobey Maguire. He was the editor of the Daily Bugle. Yeah, uh, I think that's the paper. Uh, yeah. And I, I always just thought he was always really good and everything, even those little individual Law and Order episodes. And then he um, is now like in the Farmers commercials still after winning a Best Supporting Actor. He's like still like uh, that's like his most current like things yeah. that he does. Right. And I, I, I really, for as far as a commercial goes, I think it's pretty good. And so when I. I what that he was my plan and idea before I typed in that list. Like I'm like, okay, what do people who are some underrated actors? So I type that, and then his name appeared in the list. So I guess maybe even if you do win a Best Supporting Actor, maybe it's just because you don't get big headlining roles, you're still considered underrated. Because I think I think he's really good. I think he's good in everything that I've seen him do. Um, and you know, I'm sure people have opinions on all four of these names. Yeah, I, you know, I was just thinking. So one of my favorite movies is uh, Training Day. Would Ethan Hawke be, because he was, like, Denzel gets, rightfully so, he's amazing in that movie, but Ethan Hawke was really good in that. Would yeah, he be considered he, underrated? Because he's been in a lot of things I've liked in them. He was probably, and he was, he was also really big at a certain time. You know, it's yeah, funny so how, like, people right. go through, 
you know, some people last and go on and on for yeah. years. Other people have. I think about that too. You're talking about guys who were big. Ed Norton was really big for a little while. And then he's yeah. kind of gotten supporting roles lately. So, yeah. It's a tough, tough business, I guess, yeah, especially yeah. for females. And we'll do an episode on yes. overrated, underrated female. I mean, it's even harder for them that you don't you don't see some that last and last like the, right. the, the the males do. So, but we'd love to hear other people's input and who they like. But both are educators and just in general overrated, underrated actors. So, uh, what do you got for a hot mic to uh, take us out this week? NHL free agency or or what? I know the wings did pretty good, but again, these guys, I don't know, so I can't. I don't know. I, I don't know count. any of them. Yeah, I know for I, there were some people around here had visions for a day that they might go after Malkin because the Penguins weren't going to, and then the Penguins ended up last minute re-swooping them back in, so. Oh, bummer. I'm sure you're yeah. disappointed. I'm I didn't know that. I do know yeah, Malkin. A little, a little um, bonus hockey talk. Yeah, right. Um, so my, my hot mic, again, kind of a serious theme this week. A study came out from the University of Connecticut um, they did this report, and I was kind of thinking about this as we were reflecting on our trip to Europe. Um, billions of pictures are taken on phones every day, which is logical, right? And what they studied and they found out is if you take a picture, it's kind of your brain's way of saying, I don't have to remember this anymore. And so you tend to lose the, the, cap to, the ability to capture the moment, which kind of makes logical sense because how often do you go back and look through your pictures? I mean, I, yeah. maybe you do occasionally, but not very often. So yeah, and basically what I got from this article, from this study, and they went, it's a lot more detailed than I'm giving obviously was maybe it's time to put the phones away for stuff like that if you really wanna capture the moment. Because if you don't, again, according to this article, if you don't take the picture, your mind then registers it. And you know, with this study, these subjects they studied, the people who didn't take pictures remembered a lot more of the details uh, than those that did. And so I, I'm just kind of throwing it out there. Maybe it's time we put our phones away a little bit more. I know I've said this before, you know, when time to uh, you know, unplug, so forth and so on. Maybe it's time when we wanna capture a moment, maybe, maybe taking the picture is the wrong thing. Yeah, I, you know, I haven't been to a concert in years, but I'll be going to one, but I see, you know, and again, I don't have a problem taking a few pictures of like you and your friends that are there and but like people that like record like whole sets or, you know, I, I yeah. don't know, you know, I don't uh, get it. I, I think I told the story before in an earlier episode of the, the chance when we got to meet President Obama, I actually froze and didn't take any pictures and looking mm -hmm. back in hindsight, I'm actually really glad because I can, like you said, I still remember many aspects of that uh just from memory and then thankfully their detroit news was taking pictures and there's yeah. a youtube video and i sort of just lucked out because like the first thing people ask me is like did you get any pictures and i'm like and sort of like a punch in the gut i didn't but then it worked out well uh, you know it's i think it's like a medium you obviously want to take pictures of stuff but you also want to enjoy the moment you know right. per se i'll never understand why people record fireworks shows um i know that's like an old bit i don't <laughs> I don't, I don't understand that, but I guess you gotta you know, enjoy the, the whole thing. You got to take it all in at the fireworks shows. It's... Exactly. Exactly. Um, my uh, hot mic, it's now time, Mike. And, and I know some people shared some pictures, certain people that shared pictures, like right when we got off, it seemed like in the la that week in June, but I was at Meyer the other day, the back to school stuff is uh, uh... officially out everywhere. Like Meyer had uh, all their, it was the main focus of that aisle. I guess I'd say, you know, it's always there. They always have that section, but now that aisle that used to have like floats and bug spray and suntan lotion and you know outdoor furniture. Well, I'm I'm letting everyone know that uh, the uh, 
the back to school stuff is out and we're actually very fortunate here, I guess, in the state, you know, we've talked about this, that we have the Labor Day rule and the Labor Day law for the most part, you know, my friend uh, schoolhouse teaches in Mr. Schooley teaches in Indiana. My five friends that go to Indiana, they start really early. Uh, I'm pretty sure I know, like uh, you mentioned Candela, I'm pretty sure that Georgia is pretty early yeah. too. Um, I've been in Florida before where all of a sudden we're still at, like, we still have a month, a half a month left and they're starting school. So, um, so I know other places are like probably less than yeah. around a month away, probably if it's July 14th right. when we're recording this. So, uh, it's that time. Um, are you, are you, uh, uh, like a big back to school shopper? Do you do anything for yourself or the kids? We kind of split it up a little bit, uh, with the shopping, but yeah, I mean, we don't, I think we're pretty good about not waiting till last minute to get everything done at once. Um, you know, and that makes it a lot easier, but it's, I know when you, if you go for those last few things and there's people fighting and elbows are being, oh my goodness. Yeah. And you know, and obviously the online stuff helps the prime day has just happened and right. I know target, I'm, I'm sure they'll do the thing where they, the 20%, whatever it was, right. Like teachers can register and get an extra percent off. So, uh, you know, and as our kids get older, it's really not a supply list anymore. Heck, now that they're on these Chromebooks, you know, it's just really right, right. things that they need. Less. So, yeah, yeah, you know, new backpacks, though, like my son's backpack zipper busted out. So we probably that's something I got to probably look into getting. And then not to mention clothes and uh, sporting equipment and that sort of thing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah back to school time, back to school. So, that's, you know, I, guess, uh, I guess. Well, go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's, I actually don't mind it. I enjoy doing it and, uh, you know, buying my new planner for the year, but I'm sort of a dork too. So, well, I'm going to use that as my like sort of parting shot, I guess. Um, one good thing about, and you know, I'm not, I like, I love my job, so I'm not complaining, but you know, the fall starts, the fall is a very busy time. My kids are in multiple sports and, you know, but it's, it's in one sense, you know, the Tigers sort of teased us for a minute you know, that six game winning streak. And you're thinking ah, maybe they'll make it interesting until, you know, early August or something like that. And then it just went away. So I, I guess the good news is when all this starts, we get some new sports starting and we can cheer on the lions and have them. Let yeah, us down. Lions, uh, college football, yeah. college football's back. I can't argue anymore. I sent, like I said, I sent that tuition bill. So I'll be cheering for, uh, I, I, I might actually, depending on the time of that Michigan, Michigan state game, because it's regional cross country meet day, I'm, I may be going to the actual game. Really? So, yes. Like, uh, I don't know what I'm going to wear. I, this may be a whole big uh, deal. So we'll have to see what's well, going on. There's a new so, rally. And, and I've, and I've never been there. I've never been to the big house ever. You can buy a house divided shirt. Although, I mean, you're really, it's not really a house divided. I have no right. allegiance to Michigan state, but I accept your hatred of Michigan when you're younger. <laughs> Yes, One year maybe, it, maybe it'll be a house divided and it'll be like thirds eastern uh <laughs> or, or michigan state and uh u of m so all right well hey we'd love to hear feedback uh we want to thank all of our listeners again this is available we are recording these on zoom so if you really want to see the video and see if mr javasi's lighting mike's lighting improved you can go to it's under my youtube station so um, you can check that out we put the link up on the facebook page and you can also when we upload these to spotify wally pointed this out Spotify lets you watch the videos too from a computer because like yeah. when you upload the recording it's it's right there so you can also if you're a Spotify person uh, check it out there but anywhere you get your podcasts um, that's, that's why we keep him employed he's, he's on top of the game yes he's our technical director so yeah. so so um, everybody have a great week and we will uh, see you next week.